Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily. Uh, some of our best bits from this afternoon. Well, we had a bit of a chat and we covered some ground. Yes. We had a really, I mean, the, it was I can't a really, remember any of it. It was a I'm very, sure was very tight start to the show. I thought it was kind of, <laughs> start as you mean to go on. It was it was great. It was just so <laughs> slick, wasn't it? Slick. As you'll hear. Uh, and then Martin Kellner came in and it, you know, they Didn't got more shambolic. No, it's true. <laughs> so it's us and Kellner. That's essentially what we're going to bring you this afternoon. So here it all is. Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs here on TalkSport, where this afternoon uh, Tyson Fury has admitted he likes to go in a mess for Wikipedia. Oh, yeah, I love that story. Yeah, he took to um, Klitschko's, didn't he, and called him a big dosser. It's a bit much. I don't know if that translates <laughs> in the Russian. Um, and, uh, they banned yes. him, haven't they? Because he they did banned, it too, him, too banned him from Wikipedia. He said, I did it because I wanted to prove anyone can write whatever they like on there. I think we knew that, Tyson, already. Yeah. You're not quite a pioneer when it comes <laughs> to that. My dad invented the Muppets, according to See Wikipedia. See what I mean? And I'm uh, 78. Probably... T- well, I've only you know. supported Chelsea for 10 years. Those are some of the greatest ones I've had. <laughs> you had some classics as well. Over the years, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? Oh, I haven't got an opener, Paul. Oh, haven't you really? No. I do apologise. Well, go on, just get on with there that one then. Thank you very much. Mm. Coming up between now and four, we'll look at a major shake-up to penalties in football. There's good news and bad news for Newcastle owner Michael Ashley. Michael Ashley. <laughs> oh, yes. And very posh. I always call him Michael. I can't It must have been his mum, <laughs> the last person to call him And Michael. Algernon Motson is here to preview the weekend's big games. <laughs> Michael Ashley. Well, that's it. We've still uh, got a bit more to go. Oh, OK, yeah, go on. Well, uh, what else is coming up? Well, Miles Jacobson will be here. We'll take your calls, emails, your texts bit. and tweets. We'll also take your calls, emails, texts and tweets. I haven't finished my bit yet. Well, that is your bit. Calm down. <laughs> you forgot your bit. You put Been it on away. on the sunny D again, haven't you? I haven't. Who keeps giving him these <laughs> Haribos before he goes on air? Go on, then. Uh, all this plus the clips of the week, the Fool's panel, mm. Michael. Michael? Well, you're Michael. Not everybody's called Michael. <laughs> Michael Kellner. Martin Kellner's week of sport on TV. God. Uh, I don't. Be, that's rubbish, isn't it? absolute mess that was. <laughs> I am. From Beyonce, start to finish. <laughs> I haven't finished yet. And Beyonce's and Jay-Z's sports-themed Halloween in Tom Macklin's American Sports Roundup. Should we start again? Don't you mean Michael Knowles? <laughs> Look at that, it's eight minutes, that doesn't get any worse than that, it's eight minutes, we've got like nearly three hours of this. Oh, come on. 
Anyway, good afternoon, everyone. It's what people good want. A- <laughs> it's what they're used to. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, everybody. And uh, news mm. from uh, Argentina. It's really building up now, the Boca River. Yeah, we're going to try and get you interested in the game you don't care about. I um, am, yeah. Andy is incredible. Obviously, Andy's <laughs> got links to Buenos Aires. And, uh, but this is a pretty special thing. As we were saying yesterday, it's basically mm. a, a big-time grudge derby in the Champions League final, the South American equivalent of yeah. Libertadores. It's Boca versus River. Boca Juniors, River Plate, yeah. both F- Buenos Aires clubs absolutely despise each other on a level that I don't think any of us can completely imagine. No, I was saying the last time I, I was uh, there, they, they were playing each other in three weeks' time. Mm. And yet every time you got in a cab, the, the cabbies were listening, you could hear they were discussing it. Every time you turn on the sports channel, they were discussing it. Yeah. It wasn't a match. that playing And this was just a league. And this, no, no, this was a cup. Oh, okay. an Argentinian cup match. But not, it's not like final. the Champions League. No, not like this. This is the, to be the kings of South America, it's isn't incredible. it? It's incredible. So the uh, the um, chief medical officer of Argentina has issued a warning saying that they're having a heart attack. Hmm. You're more like, three times more likely to have a heart attack while watching this game. So just take it easy. It's just football and all this. Seriously, wow. there's a group called <clears throat> Boca Shalom. They are mm. the Boca Jewish fans. And they've been on national television complaining because the game is on a Saturday afternoon during the Sabbath. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's, it's all going to happen. So if, you, if you'd if like uh, Paul and I to go to Buenos Aires and cover <laughs> the match, just, uh, you know. You won't let it go, will you? It's not happening. Get over it. I did he's a budget bu- last night. What are you worried about? I know you are, but it's not happening. It's really not. It's, you know, we don't have the power to be able to say, I must do a show from there. <laughs> and then we suddenly do it. doesn't work like oh, that. Oh, it would be fantastic. Though. Uh, anyway, changing the subject. I, uh, <laughs> on, on my way into work, I, I take a little shortcut through the park. I'd mm. say, Ooh, not particularly, maybe... Five to ten minutes. Oh, yes. Yeah. I saw 20, I thought I'd count them, 23 dogs passed me directly as I was walking in the other direction. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to start awarding best in show. It's like Crufts. I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> I wouldn't open with that, by no, the way. it's incredible. When, when you're doing live at the Apollo. <laughs> well, the chance of me doing live at the Apollo are very, very What's limited. the point you're making is that more people have got dogs than ever before? Too many people have got dogs. May I recommend <clears throat> Inside Number Nine Live? I'm not going to give you any spoilers because okay. people get upset, and they would be on this one. Yeah. But all I say is it's the most out there thing I've seen for a very long time, if you haven't seen it. I've got it recorded, but uh, I haven't do, watched it yet. And once, all I'd say is once you put it on, don't touch your remote in okay. any way. And if, you, if you've if you watched it, you'll know exactly what I mean. It was incredible. I will brilliant check it out, of, Andy. Brilliant bit of television. Definitely. Uh, now, a lot of people have seen uh, the managers wearing uh, poppy badges, the poppy club badges. Mm. And um, we've got them. You, you've got one, Paul. I've yeah, got one. Yeah, I wore mine for the game the other That's night. That's right. And um, they... Perry just saw mine and he was asking me, a couple of people have asked me where you get them from. You get them from the British Legion shops. I gather they, some of the clubs have sold out. And I don't yeah. know if the British well, Legion I, has sold out, but, but that's where I got mine. You get it online. It's not very expensive. It's a good thing. And it comes like, well, ours came virtually the next day. Okay, yeah, they're good. They've got all the club-specific ones. They're quite yeah. hard to get. Up by St. Paul's, there is a big outlet for uh, poppies and sort of uh, British Legion paraphernalia, but they don't have them. I got you oh, one really? many years ago from there, but... They don't have them, the club specific well, Maybe ones. they've sold out, but yeah. they are good. I've noticed the managers are wearing them as well. Mm. It's the 40th anniversary today of the Daily Star. And uh, there is my opener. Yeah. And they, they put I an knew old, I'd given it to you. They I put an old facsimile. I like it when they do this. Of the paper. You're an old facsimile. I certainly am. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, they had a match report by Peter Batt, the late Peter Batt. He was a great journalist, I Peter. I remember Peter Batt. And he also went on to become a writer on EastEnders. What about that? Uh, and it's Nottingham Forest 5, A.E.K. Athens 1. And it, it's it's good, though. It's sort of the feeling of it is um, 
it's just sort of typical. It says, Brian Clough continues to walk on water. And last night was a reserve defender of all people who kept the manager's feet dry by scoring the first vital good goal. Line. Yeah, good line. And, uh, and Pushkas was the boss of AK. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. And uh, some of the results and things. And you realise that the European Cup was still the European Cup. It was mm. still a knockout competition. Yeah. Uh, the UEFA Cup, Dukla Prague 3. That's a good old name, isn't <clears throat> yeah. it? Everton nil. So that was good. And, the, of course, they had the Cup Winners' Cup as well. So Ipswich were in that. They drew 1-1 with Innsbruck, I think. Yeah, Dukla Prague fell on hard times because they were the army team and they would sort of cherry-pick all the best players. Mm. Where, um, when things, when they had the, kind of the great changeover in the early 90s, people couldn't kind of wait to stick it to Dukla Prague. So ah. they ended up getting uh, relegated through the divisions. And I went over there uh, in the 90s and... Um, and in search of a Dukla Prague away kit for a magazine I was yeah. working in. Well, isn't there a half man, man half yeah, biscuit? That's why we yeah. went and did it. That's right. Yeah. Only to come back and uh, I think Nigel, one of the boys from uh, from the band, saying uh, that, well, we only kind of called it that because we couldn't spell We Pesh Dosha. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> they may have been having us on again. <laughs> but we did be, go yeah. in search of it. We had a few good days. And yeah, uh, yeah they were playing, rattling around this big old stadium mm. and getting crowds of about. Two or three thousand. So yeah, hard times for a great European yeah. club. And Pushkas, I've told you before. I I saw him managing. I went went to a game in Australia in 1990, and uh, he was there managing South Melbourne Hellas. His daughter lived in uh, Melbourne. And he moved there. Oh yeah, that's right. And he was managing this kind of little Australian side. I think he just loved football back in the he? day. Yeah, yeah. He was a, he was a big old unit. He was he when was, he played. He was so a big old unit when he played. <laughs> Yeah. Well, anyway, he had a great left foot. Tails there. Anyway, that was a good start of the show, boys. Said uh, Scotty, "Good job I voted for you in the awards yesterday." That's true. Based on that, <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Paul Thorburn, who played in a very memorable game uh, for Wales against Scotland in 1986 and scored a very uh, memorable kick, has given the boots. Uh, he's put them up for auction. For uh, this incredible, if you go and check nice it out, nice touch. Yeah, it is a lovely touch. So the boots that he what a kick. Yeah, it is a quite amazing kick. Uh, sort of thirty years on, isn't it? Hmm. And it's the longest penalty kick in international rugby history. And uh, so, if you'd like the boots that made that monster kick, as it was called in commentary, as you're about to hear, uh, check it out, and you'll be able to hopefully uh, bid for them for the uh, My Name's Doddy Foundation to. Raise funds in aid of uh, motor neuron disease and to uh, raise more awareness and, of course, spend more money on research. But let's hear that moment. This is Paul Thorburn, uh, and you can hear the incredulity, of course, in commentary. Uh, it's an amazing kick. This is what happened. Now, I'll tell you, you won't believe this, but that is the Welsh 10 metres line, and Paul Thorburn is going to attempt a goal. It's miles to those goalposts. He is, of course, a big kicker. He scored 438 points last season for Neath. But this would be a monster. Thorburn then. Woof! What a belt he's given it! That is amazing! Certainly was. Bill McLaren getting excited there. Love Bill McLaren. That's yeah. not his best commentary of a kick. His best commentary of a kick is Andy Irving when he goes, It's long enough. Straight enough and high enough. <laughs> yeah, that's my favourite. 
the, the thing about the kick, you see, it's, it, it's, it is brilliant because if he put any loft on it, if he put any height on it, mm. it wouldn't have made that journey. No. He just, it, very low trajectory, isn't it? He just it fires it in. Fantastic brilliant. kick. Anyway, yeah. well done so to Paul those Thor. Are the boots. Uh, that, that fantastic gesture, and uh, they raise a lot of money, as they do for mm. the foundation tomorrow at the game. Now, I know you like a pointless survey. Yeah. Here's an incredibly pointless survey. David, Sir David Attenborough has been voted the nation's favourite voice in a study by Scrivens Opticians and Hearing Care. <laughs> of course, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Who better to ask? Yeah. And, uh, yes, the legendary wildlife broadcaster, 92. Not, not the plumber. Beat <laughs> US actor Morgan Freeman's top top. My favourite, though. Is none Your favourite voice? Hello, David. How are you? Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's my favourite. Well, that's one for the talk sport completist. <laughs> well, it is. Yeah, it certainly yeah, is. Bob and I both will enjoy that. Yeah. So why not? Anything else? Um, Angela Merkel, you may have seen his... Uh, is she coming in? No, she's not actually. She's, That'd be good. She's giving it, she's giving it up. She's retiring. Mutty. I really? Think. She's, she's, what was she hung up? She's packing it in. She's hung up her... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Boot suit? No, hung up her suit. That hung up her really. suit. She wears yeah. a suit. Anyway, they, they showed a picture of her in the year 2000. And mm. we all know what she looks like now. Yeah. But here, she looks incredibly like, even my wife, who hates lookalikes and never agrees with me, she looks exactly like Keely Hawes in The Bodyguard. Look at that. Well, yeah, I can see, I can see it. Well, I can Would see you it. know that that's Angela Merkel? I'd never I can, know. That. She looks a bit like her. She looks a bit like her. Andy. Oh, I think she looks very like her. Yeah, okay. Well, it's not bad, but yeah, it's pretty. See, Usain true. Bolt. He's uh, he's been rejected. Yeah, well, that wasn't a massive surprise. They offered him seventy grand a year. <laughs> was it that Andy? focused the mind? Was it the... I really want to be a professional <laughs> footballer. Yeah, sure, we'll make you seventy grand a year. Fly me taxi. Yeah, <laughs> Andy Keogh, I think, was the former Irish striker. Yeah, described. What did he describe? Was in the. Sunday I saw it, last yeah. week. Was it like touch of a trampoline or something? Yeah, he, like, yeah, he wasn't massively he wasn't. impressed. Well, I mean, we have, I think most people yeah. really, when you look at Oh, yeah, his first touch is like a trampoline. You know, so basically. It, really, it was, it's, not, it's not good enough, is no, it? No, he's really. not good enough, really. You see enough professional to, footballers you know, to know. Don't, don't spoil yeah. your reputation. Yeah. You know, you've got a, you're a brilliant, brilliant runner, and what you do, you're fantastic. You're the best ever. So, you know, don't try and be something. It says up to him, but I wouldn't do it. You know, think, and the, you run the run the risk. That's true. The Wayne Rooney DC United fairy story came to an end last night, sadly. And poor mm. old Wayne featured. It went to a penalty shootout against Columbus Crew. They got. I mean, to get from the bottom of the table to the playoffs was pretty impressive. But Wayne took one of the pens. wasn't his finest pen. Good height and distance for the keeper. And um, they lost the penalty shootout. But oh, it was a quite a journey, wasn't it, from yeah. rock bottom. And he, he can take yeah. a lot of pride in what he's done over there, I think. He's, he's worked very hard and uh, he's put a shift in. And um, I'm sure they must love him over there at the moment. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Rita Ora wore four outfits on Halloween night. Great. Okay, <laughs> bring it back to sport. Yeah, like yeah. That, yeah. Uh, Mark Wallinger, the Turner Prize winning artist. Mm has produced a football with a piece of artwork on it and they've distributed it to 2,000 teams, which is a quite a nice touch. I don't know whether they're... It just says that I want people to kick them, but you think, surely you want people to sell them. It'd be good for the, for the clubs. I mean, I presume they've got some sort of value to them. Anyway. Yeah, I would imagine. It's quite a nice thing. Good stuff. Uh, Katie Price is back with a new reality show. Okay. Are we going to say she's back with the riot police? No, the gonna reality say show. Okay. She's not really back. Just the same old self-obsessed nonsense. Okay. I'm really watching <laughs> that. And he's just getting a bit of stuff off his chest. <laughs> well, he's like not to. necessarily talking to you at the moment, <laughs> listeners. This is the sort of stuff he does at home, talking to himself. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Should we leave it there? Yeah, leave it there. Yeah, I'll get your tablets and uh, you can have a little lay down for five minutes. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Martin County. Inside Squad Number Nine Live. Is live, okay. That's your new show, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've been to that curry house. It, it used to be called the Curry Paradise, I think. I think it's maybe just called the Paradise now. And it's, ah. uh, it's going up towards it's East Heath Road, if anybody's interested. Mm, okay, there's going to be a blue plaque outside. I think there should be. <laughs> Where Mike actually had a row with a Newcastle yeah. fan. Yeah. Alan yeah. Corrin used to, uh, used to eat there. Did I he? Never, really? I never went in there without Alan Corrin being in there. He was he always in there. Yeah. What did he have? He used to hold. Well, he had to. He was fairly retro, I seem to remember. Yeah. He certainly wasn't. I mean, it was not the sort of place Giles Curran would go. Oh, okay. Oh. Because I'm it, sure. It I'm sure he has been. They must have had a family he, night out. Oh, well, I think he would Victoria have done. Yeah. and the missus, really. I think if you look up Giles Curran Curry Paradise, you will find uh, they've been there with a the family. Oh, okay. Well, I will. That's, uh, if we take nothing else from the next ten yes. minutes, we've got well, that. that is, you've certainly got that. That's great. We may have hit a high point. So, yeah. So indeed, I watched. I've been watching stuff this week. Good. You know. Stung by the barbs from last week, <laughs> where you said I was just cramming. I've obviously watched all the football, but I watched uh, a documentary called Broke. I don't know where you've seen that. Billy Corbin, um, the filmmaker, made it. Uh, basically, it was about, I thought it was fascinating because it was about the way that NFL players mm. and NBA players. I didn't, you know, how do you get rid of like 13 oh, million really? dollars? No, I haven't seen this. Very interesting. I have seen it, yeah. yeah. Oh, mean, you, you have yes, seen I it? Yes, I have yeah. seen it. I saw it a while back, yeah. It's, I mean, the statistics it's, are amazing. 78, yeah. by, by the time they've been retired for two years, 78% of former NFL players have gone bankrupt or, or are under financial stress. Yeah, That's the NFL. 78%. Uh, within five years of retirement, that's maybe 60% of former NBA players. So, you know, they don't quite get rid of it as fast as the NFL players. Mm. But I was wondering, you know, how do you get rid of all that money? Well, there's the bling, obviously. So there was a whole load of stuff about the bling. Yeah. The entourage was the thing. People were kind of acquiring mm. entourages. Mm. And they didn't know how it happened. These people would just turn up. 
Well, they're the all on the wage bill, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Mm. Well, the, the, the phrase they used was making it rain. Making mm. it rain. In other words, they were making it rain in clubs. They'd go to clubs and it'd be raining money. All the stories you hear about Premier League players, you know, lighting cigarettes with £50 notes and all yeah. that sort of thing. It was that, but more so. Mm. Uh, but you've got another clue with uh, one of the guys. Let's name the guy. Um, Travis Henry, a former NFL running back, uh, was asked in one of these interviews, you know, how many children do you have? Mm. And he said, nine. <laughs> and they said, by how many different women? He said, nine. Right. <laughs> so that's sort of, you know, when you look yeah, at the payments. That's quite expensive. It is quite yeah. expensive. Nine children by nine separate different women. Um, but there was one, and they, they were talking about these, the, the bling bling obviously was a big thing, making it rain, which was described as a hip hop phrase. Mm. And one of the uh, talking heads they had on was a guy called Dan Charnas, who was described as a hip hop journalist. Ah. I've always thought, of, I'd like to be a hip hop journalist. <laughs> yeah, well, there's still time, Martin. Yeah. I can't see why you can't do that. Thank, thank You're you a hip hop journalist. Yeah, well, that's more likely. Yeah, that's, that's a, more a, likely, that's to right, be honest. Yeah, both hips, quite um, possibly. But it was, uh, it was what they described as a phenomenal level of uh, financial yeah. Ill- illiteracy, um, which caused I, them I to think, be... But it's yeah. a fascinating... Sorry, go on. Fascinating, yeah. But I, I think, you know, you, you earn a certain amount of money, you gear your lifestyle up for that. And then when the tap stops, if you haven't looked after your money, if you haven't provided, then... And n- almost none of them did. No, yeah. you know, and, and even when they, when they got the... Ch- I mean, the problem was they're getting... Because the, it's a slightly different system from here, where you do build up, you know, t- to the big salaries. Mm. You know, we're, we're hearing about Raheem Sterling, £300,000 a week now. But, you know, he's built up to that. For you know, mm. was at QPR, he wasn't getting, you know, that that amount of money. Yeah. Um, but they get a huge check because of the draft system. All of a sudden, they, they have in their hands, and literally it's a check. Mm. You know, which which amazed me. They have in their hands a check for two and a half million dollars, and and they don't, you know, they don't have a bank account. These guys. Uh, there was one story of um, uh, an executive at a club was checking the the banks, and he'd the check had not cleared. You know, they hadn't gone out of the the club's account, really? and he phoned him up and said. Uh, have you, have you cashed that check? You know, the two and a half million. Yeah. Um, or, you know, what's happened? And the guy said, I didn't cash it, I, I framed it. Uh, <laughs> and the, you know, these were guys that yeah. didn't know how to open a bank account. It's just a phenomenal story. That? There was a story in there, I remember, I simply remember from watching it, of a guy that uh, they couldn't get out of that habit of just buying whatever they wanted. Yeah. One guy, I think he, he, he managed to come up with a couple hundred thousand dollars that I think he owed the IRS. And then drove past this car dealership, saw this uh, Hummer he liked the look of, just went in and bought it. Yeah. <laughs> because that's what he'd done all of his professional sporting career. If you saw something he liked, he went and got it, even though he, had, he didn't yeah. have any money. I know, there was an awful lot of that. And, and the thing is, it wasn't a case of people being injured. You know, obviously that causes a problem if mm. you're injured and, and, and you can't yeah. play. It wasn't that. It was just 78% of these guys just i'm trying to think of a polite way of saying mixed well, up against the they, wall yeah, they, yeah, basically yeah. they they found all sorts of way to put it up against the wall didn't they <laughs> yes, yeah they, they did the, the they options did. but it's put. watch it it's it is it quite is a good. shocking it, brilliant it, documentary yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it was on bt sport 2 this week yeah. another one i watched what well, just listen to the work i've done here oh, yeah, um brilliant. was hit it hard which you may have seen the john daly uh, documentary I haven't which seen was it. a similar oh, I've story i got that one on my plan i haven't seen it yet yeah it was a similar story if you like because he was somebody else who Money of at that level was virtually unknown. You know, yeah. he, he would be the first to admit that he was a redneck. Really, huh. 
Do you know the definition of a redneck? Are you, are you going to do your... You might be a redneck if. You're going to do you your Jeff be, Goldsworthy material. Yes, you <laughs> might be a redneck if. Well, this is one I hadn't heard before. <laughs> if uh, you've got your working television on top of your non-working television. <laughs> there we are. Well, yeah. yeah, go and check um, those out. There's millions of them on YouTube. There's millions of them, millions yeah, of them. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he was like a farm boy from uh, from Arkansas. Mm. And then, of course, he won the um, he won the PGA Championship. Did he win the Open? No, he won no. the PGA in 1991. That was his big, big thing. He was yeah. always good value, though, wasn't he? His trousers were good value. His well. trousers were good value, that's true. A lot of people said the same about you, Andy. Um, yeah, yeah. And he, yeah, but he had all the all the little tropes you expect. Like when he when he won the PGA Championship, he and his his wife um, celebrated by going mm. to a McDonald's drive-through, mm. uh, and then you saw him signing and endorsements. All that came in. But interesting enough, he was signing all these things outside a branch of Hooters. Which was, you yes. know, John Daly and Hooters absolutely made for each other. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, and of course, as you say, it was good value with the interviews. Grip It and Rip It, was, yeah. which then became a, a, a TV show uh, as well. I mean, there's probably an old generation of people, if they, they don't know their golf history, they just see this guy. He's just a fat bloke in the funny trousers. Mm. But this, he, was a, he was a good player, wasn't well, he? Well, yeah, he hit, yeah. The, hit the ball very, very, very hard. Yeah, yeah, very yeah, hard. He, he was yeah. a good player. Um, but I liked the sort of understatement. He was interviewed on this, and he's, he's an engaging character, but engaging because of the understatement he was talking about the incident where um he uh, he was accused of assaulting his wife but certainly whether he assaulted his wife or not he certainly laid waste to his house mm. he and he said yeah the drinking got a little bit out of hand and i destroyed my house as if that was a perfectly normal thing to do <laughs> yeah. in uh, in arkansas <laughs> um but yeah he was um that, that was good value also uh, this week yeah and this awesome. is this is the part of the spot oh keep going keep yeah. going yeah this was the, the in. thank you this was the part of the well i didn't put much effort in here yeah. because <laughs> this is the part of the part of the spot where i review something that's got nothing to do with sports ah. yeah um somebody somebody one of your listeners did recommend to me hmm. that i watch a program called for facts sake yes oh, with mrs with, brown with uh, yeah, Brendan, Brendan O'Carroll, O'Carroll yeah. um, who's uh, who's a lovely guy, and I think very funny when he's in a dress. Mm. <laughs> less funny when he's not in a dress. And basically, this whole program mm. is just a series of really, really bad double entendres. Okay, uh, and I've got no room to talk. But I mean, really, <laughs> really bad. <laughs> the, the Guardian Instagram uh, feed today put up a. Thing. Well, no, they're not. Let's be honest. They're not Brendan's no, heartland, no, wait, are they? they no, no, no. Yourself. Wait, wait. They put up this thing saying. Uh, Three women, they've named these three women, great scientists, great women, who could be featuring on the new, is it £50 note? Oh, £50, £50 note, yeah. no, yeah, whatever yeah. it is. So I just put, who, who would you like? I put Mrs Brown. <laughs> Mrs Brown on the first <laughs> like £50 very well on the note. Guardian. That's not a bad idea, is it? <laughs> not a bad idea at all. Um, but anyway, I'll give you an example of the, uh, the spots they have in this. <laughs> they, they ask their guests. Basically his family. <laughs> Well, he's got his family. He's got his daughter, Fiona O'Carroll. Yeah, it's a great family business, you isn't can't it? Blame it is a, fa yeah, it is a family great. business. Yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. the other guy, Paddy Houlihan, uh, comes yeah. on as well, also yeah. from Mrs. Brown's yeah. Boys. Yeah. You're a fan of Mrs. Brown's Boys? I personally yeah. am, but yeah, you know, I, like I know it. it's not Dipping fashionable. It takes me back to my youth. Yeah, I'm waiting for the gang show to come on after it. Of course, which is a bit like yeah. that. It's yeah. very retro, but yeah, I, I quite enjoy it. I like the bit where they destroy the fourth wall at the end, and, yes. she, yeah, um, I like and I like the song. 
So I like all that. But the, the guests, <laughs> they have this audience who are sort of like a bit of a Price is Right type of audience. Yeah. And he says, he shouts out, come on down for fact's sake. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, very amusing. Yeah. And then everybody has to bring a little <laughs> gift with them. And that spot's called Whip Out Your Thingamajiggy and Put It On The Desk. <laughs> and they all snigger at them. I, I think so. We know where this is going, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah well, that's yeah. exactly where it's going. You can go anywhere else. <laughs> they're, they're actually single entendres rather than double entendres. <laughs> yeah, yeah. um, but I'm, I watched that purely on behalf of one of your listeners. Well, that's very good, good of you, just, Martin. Just, you know, dedication to duty. That's good. It wasn't one of my talk radio listeners, definitely one of your talks. Well, I, thank I, you. I do like Winnie. I always think she's a very good character. A, a selfless act. Anyway, so you are go. back overnight. I certainly am. From 1am to... 1am. And if somebody's just tuned in now yeah. and caught the end of this, I replay it. Um, at about four o'clock in the morning. Oh, do you? Yeah, for the for the night shift workers who may mm. have missed it. Yes, the, I always uh, thought that would be a good idea. I, yeah. I didn't understand why you did it. And yeah, also good. for the people, well, because Clips of the Week is on in the middle of the oh, night. Yeah. Well, well, we call well, it really. cross-promotion. Yeah, yeah, very much cross-promotion. And also for, for all my listeners in uh, Ho Chi Minh City. <laughs> I, have, I, do I know have you've a, got quite a big a following listener, there. Lovely. Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. I do have a listener in Ho Chi Minh City. <laughs> good stuff. They love it. So, Martin, for uh, the next couple of nights, 1am to 5am, is it? It's outrageous, isn't it? 1am to 5 one of my caliber. And, yes, we uh, like the film club. That's always brilliant. Yeah, that's always good. So, yeah, go and check it out. Uh, yeah, anyway, Bob in Hampstead says Paradise Curry House is in South End Road. Very nice in there. South End Road. Not Rush, East East Road. Yeah, but then it leads on to East East Oh, OK. Yeah. Leads, yeah, yeah. compliant right, South, South End Road. Road. Dane Tally reckons that my mate, they reckon, and your mate too, reckons that Daly did win an Open. Uh, Daly oh, did, did win an Open. Yeah. yeah, OK. Yeah. What about that? Go. And there we are, that was this afternoon show. Now, as an added bonus, we got a clip that we didn't feel we could play uh, yeah, it's like, on it's the show. It's a bit It's a bit root one. But uh, we thought we'd bring it to you, the because we know you lot in the podcast, you're a bit childish and a bit root one. So we thought you might quite enjoy uh, this uh, clip. Here we go, it's fairly self-explanatory. Patham Nisanka has been given the all clear following an MRI scan after taking a blow on the helmet. Oh, grow up. Uh, really? As our producer said, he should have worn a box. Should have worn a box. It wouldn't have been a problem. <laughs> yeah, we thought, yeah, not sure. Not sure at <laughs> half past three on the school run. I quite but anyway, it. we thought you, the podcast uh, audience, had broader shoulders. Producer was desperate to get it in. I'm sure he's trying to get us the sack. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, so he can take over with Charlie so Baker. It was it's, down all, to him. it's all the plan. He's the pure one, not us. <laughs> 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 okay, that's it. We'll catch up with you on Monday. We've got some great guests. The winner of the Tour de France, and among them, Grant Thomas, will be with us. In the studio. Have a great weekend. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.